Hello everybody, uh, my sorry ass is starting a podcast because I'm bored with my life, so I'm going to talk about hockey. Uh, in today's recording, we're going to talk about uh, Game 5 between uh, the Islanders and the Lightning. The series was tied 2-2 going into tonight. Um, going into tonight's game, uh, Eric Chernak is out, uh, scratched for an undisclosed injury after getting hit into the boards. Uh, and he was replaced by Luke Shen, who was out the previous six games. And I'm sure everybody has seen this, but the Pollock save in Game 4 was just incredible. Um, the series could be over tonight if that went to overtime, possibly. Um, and as well, Braden Point... Uh, went into the night with a seven-game goal streak and came out with another, which is putting him in some pretty elite company. Um, he is he passed. Just checking the names. He passed. Uh, Claude Lemieux, Mario Lemieux, Pat Lafontaine, Joe Sakic, um, all these legends. Uh, who all had seven, and he's the first to do that since 97, so he's now second all-time behind Reggie Leach, who had 10 with the Flyers in their 1976 Cup run. Uh, he's been on this streak since Game 3 against Carolina, so um, it'd be pretty cool to see him break the streak or even just come closer or tie it. So we're going to start with uh, breaking down each period here. Um, right off the bat, Steven Stamkos scored his 30th career postseason goal, 45 seconds in. Uh, he got it off a rebound. Uh, his first playoff goal came in 2011 in his fifth playoff game against the Penguins. He had a nice backhand roofer rebound. Um, following that, the Islanders went the first five minutes of the game without a shot. Um, and the thing that's pissing me off about this is the you know, announcers just babble about nonsense, and it seems like they don't even breathe in between. They just keep talking. Like Eddie, I think it's Eddie Olchek that does. He just talks and talks. Gets my nerves a little bit. Um, Brock Nelson had a beautiful setup for Josh Bailey, but was well defended by Point, who came back and uh, broke it up on the back check. Um, Johnny Gord made it 2-0. Um, Blake Coleman kept it, uh, in the zone. And, uh, Yanni was trying to pass to Goudreau, but it hit off Andy Green's hand and went in the net. Uh, throughout this game, P- Tampa just had amazing puck possession and were able to get a lot of odd man rushes, specifically in the first. Uh, Kalorin made it 3-0 on his back and a tap-in rebound from, uh, David Savard's shot. Uh, which stemmed from Ryan Pollock turning over the puck at the blue line. Uh, so then, following the third goal, Semyon Varlamos gets pulled after allowing three on 15 shots, and Ilyas Sorokin comes in, and uh, that closes up the. Uh, he comes in with five and a half minute, four and a half minutes left in the first, and then the period closes out with the shots in favor of Tampa, nineteen to five. Uh, getting into the second period now, Stamkos gets his second of the game uh, on a power play 
on a filthy slap shot, which makes it four nothing. Um, then Cal Clutterbuck took a, took a bad interference penalty on uh, Andre Pilat. So that makes it another Tampa Bay power play, which we're gonna get to later about how many they're having. Uh, Pilat makes it five nothing, but it wasn't on the power play, but it was a, a redirection at the hash marks on Savard's shot. Uh, Matt Martin and Braden, uh, not Braden Shen, Luke Shen fight, doesn't last very long, uh, Martin takes him down, then once Maroon, he was pretty fired up tonight, Martin, the, uh, Islanders had four penalties in the second period alone, not counting the ending, which we'll get to in a second, uh, on a power play, Hedman, uh, had a shot from the point and was deflected by Kalorn to make it 6 nothing, and he got his second of the game. Uh, McDonough took a bad penalty when he cross-checked Nelson up in the face, but nothing came of that. The uh, Islanders weren't able to get anything going. Uh, and then at the end of the period, Barzell took a big cross-check to Jan Ruda in front of the uh, Tampa bench. And he was down for a little while, and I don't, I don't believe he returned for the rest of the game. So Barzell got five in a game misconduct and could possibly be suspended. So that could obviously pose a major problem for the Islanders going into an elimination game. Uh, after two periods, the shots were 33-15 uh, total. Um, for the period, they were 14-10. to 10. And then moving into the third period, uh, starts with a quick 30-second four-on-four, and then the five-minute uh, major for Barzell's cross-check kicks in, um, being served by Jordan Eberle. Um, Point magically has made his eighth straight game with a goal in the playoffs this year to make it 7 nothing on the power play. Um, it's just unreal what he's doing right now. I mean, if he doesn't get talked about enough on, like, superstar status, it could be enough because he's uh, not too great in the regular season. I mean, he's great in the regular season, but not as good as he is in the playoffs, I think is a better way to put it. Um, yeah, I, I, he has a... I can't see them moving him, but if they were to move him... They would be able to get a lot, and he would be an amazing pickup for any team. Um, so obviously the power play continues because it's a five-minute major, but there was no other goal from that. Uh, Clutterbuck pushed uh, Patrick Maroon into the Isles bench for a couple seconds, which was pretty funny. Uh, a little after, Sororkin had a beautiful save on plot. He like, barely got his toe uh, or tip of the pad on it. Stretching from to the side on the split. And then uh, Braden Shen made it 8-0 with the wrister from the point. That went off uh, Pollock's leg and in. Um, and then at the tail end of the game, we had some uh, extra stuff, which is pretty usual. Goudreau uh, had a cross-check to the back of Zizekas. Then Martin Mayfield uh, Respond. Pollock and Gore dropped the gloves, but nothing really was happening. Gore just looked like a little, a little brother to Pollock getting bullied, like under his arm, like that. It was pretty funny. And then uh, shot totals for the game were 40-21 Tampa, and seven to seven in the period. 
So, um, my post-game thoughts. Uh, Isles are now down 3-2, to two, facing elimination at home Wednesday night. Uh, my three stars of the game would be, third would be point, just being able to reach this eight game, passing all these legends, that's pretty crazy. Uh, Stamkos, who's been pretty, eh, a little quiet. Uh, I got him as second star, and then, I mean... It's always a safe choice with Vasilevsky. He didn't have too much to do tonight, but he gets his third shutout of the postseason and his fourth career playoff. Uh, he's now 12-0 and in games after a loss. Well, the team and him are now 12-0 and in games after a loss since the 2018 sweep by Columbus. Um, he has, I believe he has played the last 50... Every minute of the last 50 playoff games, if I'm not mistaken. Which is uh, crazy. The backup doesn't have to do much for them. Um, I've noticed that Kucherov has been pretty quiet recently, as well as Palat, aside from his goal tonight. Um, as a matter of stats for tonight, game hits and faceoffs were pretty even. Um... I'll touch on this later, the officiating between the series. Uh, I want to know, does anybody else's NBC Sports always go back to the same random game day matchup from the first or second round during intermissions? Because for me, I always see the Game 4 preview of the Islanders versus Bruins from the last uh, round of the playoffs. But what are you going to do? Uh, the Stamco-Sorelli-Kalorn line had zero goals for the through the first four games, and they had four tonight, matching that. Um, Tampa had nine goals through their first four games, eight tonight. Nine power plays through their first four, six tonight. Um, I, I, don't, I just don't like Tampa's fans. They're just so boring. They're a bunch of old, retired people that moved down to Florida and want to have something to do. It's, it's really it. Their only celebrity fans are... Buccaneers because they have to be like Brady and Gronk I, I really I don't really know any Tampa fans um so touching on Barzell's possibly being suspended uh in my opinion as they mentioned on the uh, during the game if you catched it uh I think Oliver Wallstrom would be the option for them to bring up if Barzell is suspended um, their other option would be Ross Johnston, but he's not the type of player they need right now because he takes enough, uh, he already takes penalties and they're taking enough of those, so they need to stray away from that. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom just turned 21 uh, about a week ago. Uh, he was their 11th overall pick in 2018 and has played five games this playoffs. Uh, he had a goal and two assists in the series versus Pittsburgh and averaged about 15 minutes of ice time. Uh, I say you move Pajot to the first line center from the third. Um, moving Zajac from the wing to the center, and then keeping Paul Mary and putting Wallstrom at uh, the other side on the third, because you don't want to break up that fourth. And I don't think you want to break up that second either, so I think Peugeot would be the smartest option to move up. Um, and this might be a little bit of a bold take, but do the Islanders consider calling up Corey Schneider 
uh, in his career. He's got uh, 177 career wins and 26 shutouts. Um, hasn't really done much in his career per se, but based on tonight, I mean, he pulled Varlamov with uh, three goals, and then Sorokin in relief lets up five. So, I don't know, but it be risky making that decision in an elimination game. And he hasn't played much in the league in a couple of years. I don't even think he really played in the AHL, to be honest. And this is something I wanted to talk about personally, um, that nobody is really talking about at all. The absence of Anders Lee for the Islanders, their captain. Um, I mean, nobody's really mentioned this from what I've heard. That I mean, the Islanders are without their captain. I mean... Obviously, the playoffs is all about depth and all that, but your captain is your captain for a reason. There's you can't you can only do so much to make it as good as you can. But nothing's gonna be like having him actually there and on the ice, uplifting everybody around him. And who knows what the story would be like right now? Maybe they wouldn't even be this far into the playoffs because uh. I'm going to get into this right now. So, uh, Anders Lee was put on the LTIR. So, that takes uh, $6.5 million off the cap. Uh, and at the deadline, obviously, we know that Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac were acquired from the Devils. So, let me just add this up here. But they together would uh, not cover the full amount for the cap saved yes they would only account for 5.2 million of the cap so they would the Islanders still had 1.3 million wiggle room but um yeah I mean there's just nothing like cat you can't prepare for not having your captain no matter how many how much depth you have how many good players you have surrounding your team like, you saw it with uh, Florida. Can you imagine how much closer that series po- could have possibly been if Eklab was there? Um, your leader, there's nothing like your leader being out. It's very difficult to overcome. Um, but I believe I just read that uh, last week he skated on his own for the first time or something like that, so he should be ready for next season, which is good news. Um... And lastly, I just wanted to preview Game 5 between Montreal and Vegas. So, uh, Golden Knights are heavily favored to win, obviously, as they have been the whole series, with uh, minus 240. Uh, the big question is, do they go with Leonard or Fleury? Um, I would say Fleury. I think he'll be able to rebound himself, but keep him on a short string if he makes a bad move or lets in an easy one yank him out right away um because he's if they get to the cup and win he's probably like consummate contender if not front runner um and then on the hab side of things i think i think we can all see that shea weber and carrie price are on an absolute mission to try to get to the cup for their first time um, Weber is just wreck- wrecking everything in his path, and Price is doing what Price does. 
um, making magic happen on the ice. It's insane what he's been doing these playoffs. Really a big redemption year for him, I think. Um, playoff price, the name. Um, really exciting watching Cole Caulfield play with Suzuki and Toffoli. Um, I really like this Habs team. I re- I'm all for an underdog story, and uh, I'm hoping they can get to the final. I'm really hoping they can uh, even up or get up in the series in uh, in Vegas for Game Five. Um, they've been the underdogs all year. Last team coming into the playoffs, we all know that. So uh, we'll see where that lands us. But um, that's gonna do it for this uh, post game. Uh, review for the Lightning and Islanders Game 5 uh, on June 20th. Um, follow me on Twitter and talk to me, Aiden underscore Statch underscore. And uh, thanks for listening.